1: milkha mot kashot ve parol na avol gam alin kashim sherotzim parol na avol ze Aber no eparo, na aborga na na Not anach dinim period koch dolot gematz she wa va anachnu odkal chachav pesanim me'atim morabim ve'in tzvoshem nisim am Yisrael chay anachnu odkal. Ginska da spiel sich nicht auf, man keinügigs Poa. in başıma yimiabe au lares mitox. Şigim koş haşem My you. I'll Shimor 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 this is Israel We all know so.
2: Couva te kha, anahnu amsku lana, lo levad, ki shatar avot talenu, kula nu ke khada, lo nfakhad am Isra'el, adina seret sonu, u ya seret sonenu, u avinu ma kenu bolsienu, misaina yevnit balel, la bruda ki manu
0: Shame in the aim. It's Avramo Avram Freed with Hashem Yilachem off of the Kamatov album. Uh, before that, Shirat Tayam from Yehuda Green. Simcha Liner had Shomer. Shmak done by Shlomo Katz. Then Tanel Hirstik, the Great Chazim with Avinu off of The Art of the Cantor. Shimcha, that was Gershon Viroba. Sandy had Hine Amim Tavim. Coming Home done by Shalshela. Simcha Liner's Navar off the uh, recent Marocade album. And Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this May 29th, day 15 in the month of Siva in the year 5778. Tavshinay and Ches, 64 degrees, 98% humidity. Winds of southwest at 5 miles an hour. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, a high temperature of 85. Then tonight, mostly cloudy, a low 65. Tomorrow, morning clouds, afternoon sun, and a high temperature 68 degrees. How interesting. Going up to 85 today. Tomorrow. Only to 68. Right now, Ushuaïa at 73. Was it raining in Ushuaïa today? I don't know why. When I uh, saw photos of today in Jerusalem, I don't know why it looked like they were going through some rain. Someone could tell us on the app, actually. I assume anybody who's in Jerusalem who's listening could tell us if it was raining today in the holy city. Um, right now, 64 here in New York. As we say good morning at the. Uh, at JM and the AM. Mazaltov to the uh, Packer and Schreier families. An amazing, amazing wedding last night. Really beautiful. Mazaltov from uh, all of us here at um, JM and the AM. It was an honor being there and an honor uh, introducing the Hassan and Kala. Ashley Blaker in a show called Strictly Unorthodox. From now until Thursday, June the 28th, Ashley Blaker visits JM in the AM this morning. Ashley Blaker visits JM in the AM this morning. We'll try to Facebook Live the whole encounter. He'll be here about 8 o'clock this morning. And it should be very interesting. should be very, very interesting. He is a a comedian. He makes us laugh. And he'll be visiting us here this morning. And again, we'll try to have it on Facebook Live for everybody to enjoy in every method possible. Uh, I want to thank Eliezer Hertz, the 10-year-old Eliezer Hertz, who was in our studio yesterday. If you missed that encounter, you should check out the archive section on the Nahum Siegel website. Because it was pretty entertaining. He's a 10-year-old. He's in the Miami Boys Choir. He's um, very entertaining. Simple as that. So take a listen to my conversation with uh, Eliezer Hertz that took place yesterday on Memorial Day here at uh, JM in the AM. By the way, speaking of Miami, Yerachmiel Begun visits us this coming Thursday, two days away from a visit by Yerachmiel Begun to our studio right here. At JM in the AM. Here's brand new Miami. (laughs)
3: And I and I And I and you And libi bišhu Y cablekan You Y cablekan And I and I And I and you Stczniekan And Asir ala Hashem, na 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 ina na, Asir ala Hashem ki gamal alai, vaani vaani, b'chaz dechavatachti. Asir ala Hashem, na 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 ina na, Asir ala Hashem ki gamal alai, vaani vaani, b'chaz dechavatach. Beha de chabat tahti, te ha zde chabat tahti, libi Bi Shiú a te ha i vani, weha z de chawatti van, Ivanni, Behaz de Chabatti, Bi Mira la senda
0: Benny Friedman. Ashira Lashem. Lonafseek, that's Ari Goldwag. You heard your Achmiel in the choir with Esmach. Your Achmiel begun visits us on Thursday. Ashley Blaker, the comedian, in studio here at JMNAM starting at 8 a.m. this morning. Tuesday morning broadcast, JMNAM, if you missed our fundraiser last week you could still toss in a few dollars for us and we'd greatly appreciate it keep us going here at jmnam fjbunity.org fjbunity.org foundation for jewish broadcasting fjbunity.org it's on the background our news from israel is coming up mazal tov again to the packer and schreier families the amazing beautiful wedding last night was there with the iron title orchestra benny friedman mordechai shapiro just you Lamb, of course, just a phenomenal job by everybody. A wonderful and incredible celebration. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast comes up next. Boker Tov from
4: Jam <laughs> יצא אל תוקף בשאר זה בירצואת זה, זורט באיקוות מתח של 28 פיצוצות מרגמה ששוגרו הבוקר לישרח ישראל, המתח גדול יותר מאז מיצא צוק איתן. כתבו לנו לינני צבעה, צחיד מטוסי קרב של חיל האוויר תוקפים בשעה זו מטרות של הג'יאד האיסלאמי בעומק רצועת עזה. לפי דיווחים מדובר במתקפה נרחבת מאוד של צהל. שר הביטחון והרמטכאל בשעות האחרונות, מצב מיוחדת בקריאה בתל אביב, שם על התגובה למתח פצטות המרגמה שנורה הבוקר לעבר ישראל. בינתיים צהל נכה את תושבי הדרום לשמור על שגרה עד להודעה חדשה. ראש הממשלה נתניהו התייחס בוועידת הגליל למתיחות בת ספון ואמר, איננו מסתפקים בהסתלקות איראן מדרום סוריה עליה לצאת מסוריה כולה.
1: הטילים ארוכי הטווח שאיראן פועלת להציב בסוריה, יסכנו אותנו גם מעבר לטווח של כמה קילומטרים בדרום סוריה. ולכן איראן צריכה לצאת מסוריה כולה. איננו שותפים להבנות כאילו הסכמנו לפחות מזה. תמיד נפעל על פי האינטרסים הביטחוניים שלנו, אם או הבנות.
4: מוקדם יותר הבוקר אמר סגן שר של רוסיה, בוגדנוב, כי נציגי רוסיה, ארצות הברית וירדן הסכימו להיפגש בשטח המפורז, במשולש הגבולות בין ישראל, סוריה וירדן, ולעסוק בעתיד האזור. בבלגיה לפחות שלושה בני אדם נהרגו באירוע ירי על פי דיווחים מקומיים היורה צעק על להו כתבתנו יערה גם איחורי.
5: הרשויות אישרו כשני שוטרים ועובר אורח נהרגו במתקפה, אך בדיווחים מקומיים נכתב כי מניין ההרוגים עלה לארבעה בני אדם. כלי התקשורת בבלגיה צוטטו מקור משטרתי שמסר, כי היור הצעק על האו אקבר שפתח בירי, והחוקרים מאמינים שהתוקף שביצע את הרצח עשה זאת ממניע של טרור. היורו הספיק לקחת בת ערובה, אך נורא ונהרג לפני שהצליח להימלט.
4: פועל מת בתיונת עבודה בבסיס צבאי בקציות. כתבנו רם ישנים עוסר שמשטרת ישראל פתחה בחקירה לבירור נסיבות התאונה. המשטרה אצרה בוקר שלושה חשודים בעבירות הלבנת הון ומרמה בסך 30 מיליון שקלים. כתבנו קובי מנדל. שלושת חברי הכנופיה בהם בעל ואישה ועורכת אין תושבי הצפון הונו עשרות בני אדם לאחר שרכשו את אמונם להעניק להם ייעוץ עסקי ופיננסי. הם קיבלו לידיהם כשלושים מיליוני ש ובכל המקרים דחו את הלקוחות בטוענות שונות לאחר מכן. המשטרה תבקש היום להעריך את מעצרם בבית משפט השלום בעקור. וגם אייל גולן המחזמר, תיאטרון הקאמרי יעלה בחודש דצמבר, הצגה משיריו של הזמר, זאת למרות העדויות הקשות נקדו כתב התרבות יואב אונגר.
3: אחוז גדול מהקהל בישראל מאריץ את גולן, אמר מנכל הקאמרי רן גואטה על הבחירה להעלות את ההצגה זעני, בו יבוצעו שיריו של הזמר. בתיאטרון מדגישים כי העלילה לא תהיה קשורה לסיפור חייו של אייל גולן, שנחקר בעבר במשטרה בחשד לבעילה סורה בהסכמה של קטינות קט
4: (עוד) מזג האוויר ירידה בטמפרטורות והן תהיינה מעט נמוכות מהרגיל העונה. אלה החדשות שעורכת שיר הנאות.
2: (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs>
2: joy and the sorrow I'll be with you Today and tomorrow I'll cry with you When you lose and you borrow I'll dance with you When you win and say bravo Cause one's just one But together we're number one Yes, one's just one But together we're number one I say chitty, you say bum We say chitty, bitty, bim bom, I say chitty the Number one, one, just one. But together we number one, one, just one. But together we number one, one, just one. But together we number one. I say jingle, you say bum. We say jingle bing bing bumbum. I say jingle, you say <Ernstair> <lived forcé> bum. We say jingle bing bing bumbum. Jingle bing 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 bumbum. Chitty-bitty, oh. boom. Chitty-bitty,
0: JM and the AM Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us all. Appreciate everybody tuning in from around the world and listening into our JM and the AM presentation. uh Eighth day with Cheery Bim. You heard uh, Yerachmiel in the choir. Yerachmiel visits us this coming Thursday here at JM and the AM. Uh, that was the Olam Voed and Machard. that was mordechai Shapiro opening up the hour. Yeshiva League Sports Update is coming up. That's right, Elliot Weiselberg. Has a complete update for us. He will not be telling us about the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. He will not be telling us about Vegas and Washington. He will be telling us about some of the key games that have taken place over the last week in Yeshiva League sports. Um, I hope Rabbi Oppenheim and everybody down in Charlotte will be enjoying our Yeshiva League sports update. That will be coming up. <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke. 64 degrees outside. Morning clouds. Afternoon sun. High of 85. Good weather in this area today. Hope it's good where you are. Want to thank those who are commenting on the app, including, including Eliezer Hertz, our guest from yesterday, commenting on our app this morning. Thank you very much, Eliezer. That's much appreciated. Um, someone wants to hear "Moroccan" by Simcha Liner. I think we can get to that. Trucker Yitz says, good morning from Middletown, New York. He is uh, mentioning the rockets that the enemy sent over to Israel today. He says he just got a message, a video message from his relatives in Israel. Thank God everyone in his family is doing okay. We pray everybody out uh, out there is doing okay. As uh, Israel was uh, under fire from the Gaza area earlier today. JM and the AM, more coming up, including our Yeshiva League Sports Update. Here's Avi Peretz. <laughs>
6: O de ada lavastar <laughs> meloncain gandal dameo. O de ada lavastar meloncain
0: Javi Peretz, Tuesday morning, 22 minutes after 7 o'clock, JM in the AM, Ashley Blaker, comedian from Great Britain, expected to in studio here at JM in the AM at 8 o'clock this morning. He's in the middle of a New York run. We'll explain the whole thing coming up if you keep it here at JMN. Tuesday morning, it is time for our Yeshiva League sports update. Special shout-out to our friends at Crown Trophy in Brooklyn, New York. Mike Feller, everybody at Crown Trophy. Remember, when the championship trophy is hoisted over the heads of any champion this season, it'll be a Crown Trophy from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Tuesday morning, it's our Yeshiva League sports update time. Help me welcome Elliot Weiselberg to JM in the AM.
7: Thanks, Nachum. As we head out of the Memorial Day break, June is only a few short days away, which means that we are in the home stretch of the 2017-2018 spring season and school year. Today, on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. Softball brackets are ready and at least one finalist has been named in every indoor championship. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. We'll start out in boys volleyball, where the top two seeds have cleared their schedules and will compete for the crown. For the second seed, Ramaz Rams, it came fairly easy as they swept number three North Shore three games to none. For the top seed, after Hawks, not so easy as they needed five games to outlast Cinderella's six seed, Flatbush, to advance to the championship. The finals, to be determined, will be the first time this season that the two teams will have met. Girls Hockey has one half of their finals match upset, West's second seed Heschel upset East top seed SAR and SAR to earn their second finals entry in the last three years. SAR opened up the scoring early in the second period, but the Heat tied the score shortly thereafter and would go on to score three in the third period to propel them to the 4-1 victory. They will now wait for the All West final that will see them take on either third seed Mayanote or top seed Kushner, whose game will be next Monday night in Kushner. In the soccer world, we reported that JV Girls has already figured out their two finals competitors, as Frisch and SAR will square off this Thursday night in Mayanote. But the real drama this week happened in Boys JV, where DRS and SAR went to four overtimes in their semifinal contest. DRS would score late in regulation to knot the game up at four, and each team would add a goal in the full session first overtime before the game would head to sudden-death golden goal drama. With 2.23 remaining in the fourth overtime, freshman Daniel Dinkovich would deflect a pass from sophomore Jonathan Blitz into the far side of the net to end the marathon, sending the Sting sprinting on to the finals. They will now await the winner of the Frisch-Mag David contest taking place in Frisch this Thursday night. For DRS, the night was not a total loss as the follow-up game, the varsity semifinal contest between DRS and MTA, would decidedly go in their favor 16-4. This Wildcats group will now head back to the finals where they appeared for the JV title two years ago. Their opponent in that contest, the eventual champion TABC Storm. That Storm squad sits on the other side of the bracket and will face the JEC Thunder on Wednesday night to complete the finals matchup, which will be this coming Sunday evening in Frisch. In girls varsity, another lopsided result as Maya Note knocked off Central in Maya Note to head back to the finals where they will defend their 2017 crown. Their opponent will be decided Thursday night in North Shore when the Eastern Conference champion stars will take on last year's runner-up, the Kushner Cobras. The winner will meet Maya Note this Sunday night in Frisch for the girls' varsity title. The softball playoffs have gotten underway. In boys' varsity, DRS moved on to the semifinals, turning a 3-0 deficit in the final inning of play into a 5-3 victory over four-seed Shari Torah. DRS will now await the winner of the game between top seed Hillel and SAR. On the other side of the bracket, second seed YDE will host May, while third seed Toro will see TABC on Friday. Boys JV will have all four games this week as top seed Frisch will host May, fourth seed Shari Toro will host Hillel, third seed YDE will host SAR, and in a five-towns battle, seventh seed DRS will walk to second seed Hafter. Over in Girls' Varsity, Note will play Hank tonight, with the winner taking on either SAR or SKA. And in the other bracket, Hillel and Central, and Flatbush and Frisch will be your matchups. Finally, I've been telling you about the 2018 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament for the last few weeks. The raffle store on our website is open, and tickets are being snapped up for our Patrick Waugh autographed jersey, our Ray Bork autographed jersey, our Marc Messier autographed puck, and more. To purchase your tickets, Please visit our website at www.mwtournament.com. And to donate or sponsor, please email mwtournament at gmail.com for more details. All proceeds for the event go to Benefit Hatsella. Next week, we will reveal which school teams will be participating in this year's Bar Mitzvah event. And that was your Tuesday morning in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Oh, oh.
1: Kisha autumn lay mitoydo oy shall me. we in home. Kisha autumn lay oy should make so I miss we call in home. Kisha I've seen go
0: in the a.m. Tuesday morning broadcast. I'm told that Rabbi Goldwasser has the day off. Enjoy the day off Rabbi Goldwasser and thank you for inspiring us with your incredible words of Torah on a regular basis every Sunday through Thursday here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, that's Simcha Liner Merakate <coughs> request off of our app here at J.M. in the a.m. Um, so listener Eliezer who was here yesterday in studio, made a recommendation to us that we play a specific song off of the brand new Miami album. He made the recommendation yesterday and we played it and uh, he's making the same recommendation on our app today. So here it is, one of the brand new ones off of the brand new Miami album. Yurachmiel Begun will be in our studio this coming Thursday morning at J.M. in the A.M., (laughs) new Miami here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. J.M. in the A.M. here. Begun is scheduled to join us. He directs the uh, Miami Boys Choir. He's scheduled to join us this coming Thursday morning here at J.M. in the A.M. and coming up in the eight o'clock hour this morning Ashley Blaker. Ashley Blaker a well-known comedian. He's scheduled to join us this morning eight o'clock hour. We are going to try to Facebook live that conversation. How cool is that so You'll be able to watch it at the Nahum Siegel Network uh, on Facebook. Jody Wittenberg is with us live via telephone. I believe Jody is in Atlanta, Georgia. You may have heard that uh, Atlanta's Jewish community has launched a campaign to break the world record for the largest cookie flag mosaic ever created and hope to raise more than a million dollars for Israel while they're at it. This coming Sunday... They will try to break this world record with Guinness uh, there, with Guinness on the site. Uh, It's scheduled for Sunday, June 3rd at the Beth Jacobs Synagogue in Atlanta. A judge from Guinness will be there. The cookies are being supplied by a bakery in New York. Donors have taken upon themselves the expenses of the cookies in order to allow for all external donations to go directly to three Israeli charities, United Hatzalah, One Family Fund, and a special project of the Jewish Agency to help disadvantaged people in Israel's north. Jody Wittenberg is a director of the Cookie Crew. Jody, welcome to JM in the AM.
5: Hi, good morning. Thanks. How are things down in Atlanta? They are rainy,
0: <laughs> but we
5: are busy uh, talking cookies.
0: I can only imagine. Uh, so what's the story here? The story is that uh, it takes about 100,000 cookies to break this record. Is that accurate?
5: One hundred and thirty-three thousand.
0: About, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of cookies. One hundred and thirty-three thousand cookies. A bakery in New York supplies them. Your donors and supporters are going to be paying for them, and you're going to be hopefully be raising a lot of money for these important causes in Israel. Where did this come from? How did the Atlanta Jewish community decide on a on a cookie track for Israeli charities?
5: So a very out of the box thinker, Yitzhak Tenler, came up with this idea. Somebody approached him about having cake for um, Yom Ha'atzma'ut to celebrate Israel's birthday. And what were we doing? And he's an out-of-the-box thinker. And he was thinking, big cake, cake, cake led him to the Guinness Book of World Records. And then he found out that two years ago, Jordan made a record, the country of Jordan, for building the world's largest cookie mosaic flag. And then last year, Pakistan beat Jordan's record, and they built the world's largest cookie flag. And then this year, we decided in honor of, or he decided in honor of Israel's 70th birthday, that we should build the world's largest cookie mosaic flag. So there was this great push. This is a grassroots group that's come together to do this. This has been a six-week pro- six project, so it's not been something that's been in the making for a long time, and this is a group that I don't know if you heard, but back in September, um, Hurricane Irma was hitting South Florida, and our community absorbed 1,700 people that we accounted for through the two synagogues and um, through our Togo Hills community, and so we work really well as a team together. So... Um, the bulk of that team from Hurricane Irma got together to do this cookie project. Yeah, we
0: heard about that. Believe me, we spoke about that a lot. The Atlanta community really showing all of us what Chesed is all about back in September. And in order to do and, and, and when this is complete, it will look like one very, very, very large Israeli flag, I assume.
5: Correct. So Stern's Bakery is cook- is baking the cookies and they're icing them from corner to corner blue and white Hmm. so a bird's eye view of this flag should be a beautiful representation of the Israeli flag.
0: Hmm. Uh, One of these cookies being delivered to Atlanta.
5: I think they are heading out of New York tonight and we should have them sometime tomorrow.
0: Pretty cool. All right Atlanta's Jews are trying to break the world record the largest cookie flag this time a flag of the state of Israel. It's happening this Sunday. Where do you have the space to do this kind of project?
5: So, um, in our social hall, there's plenty of room, and it'll be a 3,100 square foot production. And um, in addition to Guinness being there, the health inspector's there, so it's got to (laughs) be a very clean production with, you know, um, beard nets, hair nets, shoe nets, and all the cookies have to be donated as part of Guinness's um, protocol. So, at the end of this, there will be 133,000 cookies being consumed, I'm sure, in all of the kiddishes around town and at the food banks and the shelters.
0: Unbelievable. How, many, uh, yeah. how long does it take to set uh, you know, 133,000 cookies in their proper
5: place? So we're not sure. One mathematical calculation was saying just under four hours. Oh, with right. The amount of volunteers that we have lined up for each shift. Right. However, Pakistan did it with their less cookies in just under seven hours.
8: Interesting. So
5: I have a feeling there's going to be schmoozing and fun. And Guinness's record is really for the size of the flag, not how many cookies and not the time. So there's flexibility within that. It just has to be the largest flag itself.
0: The charities that will be supported by this campaign are United Hatzalah, One Family Fund in Israel, and a special project of the Jewish Agency to help Disadvantaged people in Israel's north. Now, how do we raise money? Uh, the uh, we know that supporters are paying for the cookies. Uh, in terms of that, that's covered. How do we raise money and uh, and ask people to participate to make the charity end of this a success?
5: Right. So you go to www.cookiesforisrael.org, and we're selling virtual cookies because they'll represent the cookies that's going on the flag. You're not getting an actual cookie, and they're ten dollars a piece per cookie. So the website www.cookiesforisrael.org it's set up and running you're able to go there sponsor cookies you can do it in honor of somebody or something you get a cute receipt that says it's a goodness attempt with a picture of a cookie on it Um, this is
0: this is not one of those deals where you have to reach your goal it's one of those deals where you just want to raise as much as possible for these charities right
5: absolutely we thought that they're so relatable The Jewish agency, Yokniam, is our sister city that Atlanta adopted many years through the Jewish Agency and the Federation, which is why we chose that. But the other two, excuse me, the other two obviously are so relatable to all of us. And we just thought this was in great spirit um, with a great idea. But the goal of this was really to become a global campaign, reaching out to everybody who wants to support Israel and celebrate such a huge milestone and riding on the momentum of the last few weeks of what has going on in Israel, all the good and all the positive. So we just wanted to really keep it going.
0: Cookiesforisrael.org. They've already raised $67,000. That's right. They're already at an amazing amount for these charities. Pretty incredible. Uh, And everybody out there can participate. Just go to cookiesforisrael.org, cookiesforisrael.org. Are we going to have a chance to look in on what's happening Sunday down in Atlanta? Or is this uh, something where we'll have to wait for the videos and pictures after the event? Say it again. I'm sorry.
5: We will be live streaming all day.
0: On that site, cookiesforisrael.org? Yes. Very interesting. Very cool. Well, good luck. We wish you the best of luck with this. We're recommending to all our listeners to give. It's $10.00. To sponsor a cookie virtually, everybody, and 133,000 cookies will be used to make the flag this coming Sunday. And if it's a success, the Atlanta Jewish community will be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Jody Wittenberg, send our good luck, Hatzlach Harabad, everybody down there, and uh, we'll keep reminding all uh, around the world to go to cookiesforisrael.org to help out in this effort.
5: Thank you so much.
0: A pleasure. Uh, good luck, Atlanta Jewish community. This coming Sunday is going to be a big day down there as they go for the Guinness World Record, the largest flag in this case, an Israeli flag, celebrating 70 years of the state of Israel. Tuesday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up. It's JM in the AM. Sham in the a.m., Aye Kunstler. Song is called Moda Ani. Before that, Derek Achim here with Mivon Sia. Tuesday morning, 64 degrees, morning clouds and afternoon sun, a high 85, believe it or not, in the New York area. My thanks to all of you for tuning in and making our uh, spring fundraiser a success. If you didn't have a chance to kick in a few bucks and help us out last week, uh, go to uh, fjbunity.org. That's fjbunity.org for the uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting and kick in your donation for the 2018 campaign. It's much appreciated. I thank you for that. Ashley Blaker, who I am told is a comedian, a funny man, and somebody who has a run here in New York City that he's in the middle of. Uh, he will join us live in studio and in just a few minutes, literally in a couple of minutes, and we will Facebook live that encounter. Malcolm Siegel, Ashley Blaker coming up a couple of minutes from now right here at JM and the AM. Major announcement. Don't forget this coming Sunday, the Celebrate Israel Parade is on Fifth Avenue in New York City. We can't emphasize enough how important it is to be at the parade. That's number one. Make sure to be on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday. Join all the groups, the organizations, the schools, the people, everybody from around the schools, everybody from around the New York, New Jersey area and beyond. People have come in, we've seen over the years from... Texas, California, Florida just to be at the parade. This year it's Sunday, June 3rd, this coming Sunday and our friends at Ale, our friends at Ale are presenting our our are, are our presenting sponsor for our coverage of the parade this coming Sunday, which means if you go to NahumSiegel.com or go to uh, the uh, NahumSiegel network page on Facebook, you will be uh, you'll be able to hear and watch all the proceedings from 5th Avenue. That's right. Go to NahumSiegel.com. This coming Sunday, you'll be able to see our coverage. We will have an amazing team, a lot of fun, as always, and all the sights and sounds of Fifth Avenue. So around the world, wherever you are, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time is when we hit the airwaves, and you'll be able to hear and see what we hear and see on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Celebrate Israel Parade is this coming Sunday. Ale presents our coverage here at the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up, including Ashley Blaker in studio at JM in the AM.
9: La, 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 inshallah, inshallah, la, 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 inshallah, inshallah, la, 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 inshallah, inshallah.
0: And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the Siegel Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app in studio this morning. And by the way, you can watch this entire encounter right now on Facebook Live. Go to Siegel Network on Facebook, facebook Facebook.com slash siegel Network. Facebook Live is active, and in our studio is Ashley Blaker. Apparently, the groundbreaking new face of Jewish comedy. And he is in a run right now in Manhattan. Uh, that's going to go through June the 28th. And he is visiting us this morning here at JM and the AM. Ashley Blaker welcome to jm thank AM. you
10: very much thank you for having me how like, i'm all right but i like the way you said apparently as if really <laughs> i'm not entirely sure if it's true because, apparently, be- apparently. because there's an ad there's
0: an ad that says the groundbreaking new face of Jewish oh, right. comedy but you know how it is these days with all the fake news and the fake advertising oh, fake news exactly like, i'm not
10: really a comedian at all. is that the case <laughs> the whole thing's a sham exactly well, welcome to the show. He's wanted to meet you, Nachum. Thank hu- you. you know, I'm this here. is your way of entree to the studio. Brilliant. Exactly. I'm so excited. <laughs> what a plan. <laughs>
0: you know, there are easier ways to do that. <laughs> but anyway, so welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome thank from you. across the pond. Yeah, thank you. And um, it is amazing. I mean, any uh, any comedian would give, I guess, I don't know, the proverbial right arm to have a, a one-month run in New York City. How did this how did this whole thing come about that, yeah. you're, that you're sitting at the – it's the Jerry Orbach Theater, it's right? It's Jerry Orbach uh, right in the middle of the theater center, yeah,
10: Broadway and 50th. D- there
0: for five weeks. How does so. this work? How does this come about?
10: So I, I – uh, well, I've toured all over the world. I've been doing – I've done a couple of tours in the U.K. and in Israel, South Africa, and I did a few shows in America. I did an a off-Broadway show right. – back in December. That which, was
0: at the Remindere Theater. That was at the Gramercy. Right. On and I 23rd. heard that was very successful
10: yeah, yeah, sold yeah. out. And sold out and uh we just thought, you know, I want to come for a longer period. I want to be able to spend some time here and actually uh, get more people to come and see me and, and uh, yeah, that's the fun. I I it's really also it's just really fun to do something you get into every night. And uh, you meet different people every night. It's just such a fun experience to do something like that.
0: And how many shows have there been in this run so far? So, so
10: far we're three in. So we're uh, three into uh, a, 35 a thirty-five show, show run. run. Yeah, yeah. And how would you evaluate those three? Did they go well. They were great. They were really great fun. I mean, they they were. It's just so interesting to see what kind of people come along. Well, do you stick and, around to meet the people? Oh, afterwards? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stick around. Last night I made up part of a minion. <laughs> for Maru, yeah, for Maru. How many, co- how many comedians you go and see in the city? And uh, you know, you don't, you don't go and see Hamilton, and the uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda comes out <laughs> and uh, starts dubbing. I wanted a dub from the Ahmed, but someone got there first.
0: <laughs> I, I I would think you'd have uh, you'd have uh, Kadimis over there. Well, you know,
10: well, you're, they it's can't, your show. Exactly, but they can't be a Chiyev. Surely, <laughs> like an oval's coming to my show,
0: but I don't know. Someone someone said Kaddish after I didn't. Someone I know. grabbed the um but That would be a routine so, in and of itself. Know, huh? Exactly. So it went well, and these these three shows were sold out. Uh, yet it was is it a large fu- theater? Like what's No, the- it's, I mean, off, so Off-Broadway is, like, is,
10: uh, is under 500. This is a 200-seat right. theater, so it's a nice size. Um, so it always feels pretty full or right. whatever. And it's always um, one
0: show per day. You're not doing two I'm a doing, day. No,
10: yet. I am. I'm doing two. I did two on Sunday. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I started on Sunday. I've lost track already. It's Tuesday today, isn't it? Right. So yeah, so I did two on uh, Sunday and one last night. And then I have two shows on Sundays and Wednesdays, so it's kind of exhausting. Wow. And actually, before, before this week, before uh, Sunday, I'd never done that before right. and it's quite a long show it's like 90 minutes long so performing for three hours it's quite exhausting i can imagine so this yeah.
0: wednesday you're doing a matinee
10: and i'm doing a matinee i this literally wednesday.
0: could take off from work in the middle of the day and go see you this wednesday
10: you you could do
0: and you but should it,
10: do. But it's sold out
0: already, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to check about that. I'm kidding. Anyway, so um, the, it, are all the shows similar? Are all the shows the same? Are they scripted? Are they, if I go Wednesday morning, will I see the same show Wednesday night? Yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty much. And you right. know what? It's really funny. And is people, that required on Off-Broadway? Or no, 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 no. You have but, to stick to
10: a script. But. No, but I mean, I, you know, it's, it's really funny because people, I often get this. People say to me, like, in quite a, like, sniffy type way as if it's a bit like a criticism kind of tacit criticism does it mean what you, you do the same show you're gonna go well, everybody yeah why show. shouldn't i do the same you don't go to hamilton and like the next <laughs> night they're doing different songs you get a phantom in the opera and go oh they're doing a different song tonight like and it's
0: really weird people say it though let me, all, let me let me get lazy isn't it let me guess were those comments yeah. coming from our community i was gonna say
10: jews we're so you know also because i've got a routine about this how you know, you do a show for Jews, right. and straight after, everyone's coming up to you going, Here's one for you. You can say this <laughs> one for you. Which you don't, you know, you don't go to a Broadway show and then wait for the you actors. Know, it's
0: very funny. Last night, I'm at a wedding, and it was a pretty high profile wedding, and, and everyone's coming over to me, Oh, you should talk about this tomorrow morning. Yeah. You should do this tomorrow morning.
10: Mention this tomorrow morning. You know.
8: Know? Exactly.
10: Why do we don't? They're I don't, like our writers. I know. I don't go see a dentist in shawl and say, Oh, you know what? I, I think you shouldn't do a root canal. I saw your, I saw, your, uh, I saw Paul Cohen's uh, mouth the other day and I, I didn't think the uh, gold filling suited him you should have done enamel why, why are they criticising don't give me I don't need your feedback you know but also they um, yesterday actually I turned up a little bit later than I had on Sunday for the show like yeah. I turned up like half an hour before and there were already quite a few people there right. Jews get there early because they want a good parking space right. obviously, yeah. <laughs> and one guy said to me but as I was walking in, he said, um, let me just – I've got a good joke
0: for you. He was telling me before I'd even gone in. Normally, at least that's they wait till after. involved. Ashley Blaker is here. Is there a percentage that comes to your show that's not Jewish? Um, yes. I mean, I think there will – I mean, the truth is,
10: in terms of this show – uh, this show is very much aimed at Jews, right. so it's been advertised
0: only in the Jewish world, right. really, uh, and it is unashamedly a Jewish show. But if a non-Jew would walk by the Jerry Orbach Theater and there'd be a ticket yep. available, would they exactly. appreciate the show or I not? think so. I
10: mean, I think so. I think that, I'll be honest, I think they would appreciate mm, 80% of it. Right. And then there'd be the percentage. There's always just that percentage that just goes over your head where you just go, oh, I don't know what that word right. is. And that's the trouble. Whereas I, I'm doing, after this, I'm going to the Edinburgh Festival uh, in, in the UK, which is a big arts festival. I'm there for a month doing a show that is aimed at, Non-Jewish people. Right. There so will not be
0: any Jewish references. Oh
10: no! It'll be all the same. A lot of the same material, but uh, it's it's been translated into their lotion. Right. That's the fun. <laughs> I.e., I wouldn't use the word lotion. Right. Um, <laughs> likewise, I've got a, a BBC show starting on um, uh, Sunday called Ashley Blaker's Goyish Guide to Judaism, and so it's me taking a lot of this material
0: but explaining it to the non-jews. All right, so we got we got to do a couple of things here. Ashley Blaker is here. The the show is called Strictly Unorthodox, right? Yep, that's right. But sorry about that. Strictly Unorthodox and uh, at Jerry Orbach Theater for the next month. Yep. Um number one, I assume you're familiar with the with the Jew Gentile routine of people like Jackie Mason, yep, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you know all yeah, those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I assume you're also familiar with the Balchuva routine of people like Mark Wiener, Marvin mm-hmm, Silbermans, mm-hmm, right? You you mm-hmm. know all these yeah, 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 things you're yeah, familiar yeah, yeah, with. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First of all, may I ask if, yeah. if in fact you are you are somebody who we call from from birth or not? You
10: know what? That is the nicest thing you, anyone has ever said to me, Nachum, because it's that you should know that, I'm, as you, I'm sure you know, is that all ballet shuva the things that they aspire to more than anything else is to be an is FFB. People, yeah, it's for people to think they're an FFB. Well, so the I'll... fact that you've had to ask me
0: is such a compliment. Well, I must be doing something right. I appreciate that. <laughs> to be honest with you, though, when I read your when I read your your history yeah. of what you've done in British television and entertainment, I said, "Okay, there's no way in the world well, he started out from." Well, but. also
10: my name's Ashley, so yeah,
0: <laughs> like, well, I'm not Malcolm right. Blake, right? Understood. But there are people, yeah. you know, there are people who who are from from birth. I know, I gentile know exactly. Who have you know gentile sounding exactly. Name. The annoying thing
10: is is uh, um, in a, in the United States, Ashley is normally a, a female name. Right. And now, which is really annoying. So I spend my entire life. Uh-huh. People saying to me, "Why have you got a woman's name?" That would
0: actually be a good routine.
10: Yeah. Well, the things also my, in my show, I go to a very from show, and uh, in they, what neighborhood are you in? in? I live in Edgware in Northwest London, okay. and um, they ref- it's one of those shows where they refuse to acknowledge anyone's uh, kind of gentile, non uh, right. you know, non Hebrew name. They won't your refer to it So no. So I I get my show membership dues come in a letter to Mr. C Blaker, which stands for Chanan. And uh, it was brilliant, though, because my rabbi thinks my name's Hanan. So if I, say, I can say anything I like on stage, it'll never get back to him. Because if somebody <laughs> says, oh, Ashley Blake has said something terrible, he'll go, I don't know Ashley Blake. I know <laughs> Hanan Blake, and maybe he's a relative. <laughs> Very good. How long have you been in the, in the fold, so to speak? In the uh, fold of, what, in Jew- I've been Jewish all my life. You mean from yeah. uh, from uh, oh, 18 years or so, quite quite a while, I think long enough. And you, to... picked, and you picked up the lingo pretty quickly, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I went on a course Really? and uh they said they said look don't if you want to fit in don't ever say you know well done to somebody congratulations you just got to say
1: and everything else don't ever say
10: you know i'm going to Nachum siegel you got to say i'm 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 uh i'm i'm at Nachum siegel and uh just say annoying things like that and you'll be fine
0: people all people will think you're the real we don't deal. realize what we do huh yeah, we don't. We need it. people exactly. like you to point to that. Exactly. <laughs> <All> <laughs> it, right. keep, it keeps me in work. So, so you're, you're, so you're a young, aspiring, I assume, actor, comedian, entertainer. That's and an, you compliment me all the time. Well, young no, as I'm well. going back so, now in yeah, time. Okay. And how does this begin, right? How does it start that you're? that all oh, i mean that bbc and all yeah these.
10: i i it's a ama- it's genuinely like an, a real amazing story of like Hashkaka Pratis. you know it's really is one of those things that i sometimes i speak in front of uh, students and i do a bit of Kirov work sometimes and it's really one of the things that genuinely inspires me is that i was i was at university i'd left university I'd, i was doing an incredibly dull phd and i wanted to find a job couldn't i didn't even know what to do and i went out well your uh, expertise was in what i was my expertise was in um 17th century Christian theology seriously seriously wow i mean this is like this is as far removed from right. where i am now and uh, i didn't have any idea what to do and i went out one evening for a drink to the pub that's such a british thing to do mm-hmm. with a couple of school teachers i had from my high school and i was saying i don't know what to do uh, for work this was a thursday evening and one of the teachers said to me Uh, why don't you look in something called the Media Guardian? I don't even know what this was. Like Variety magazine? What what is it? He said it's a newspaper, the Guardian. It's one of our big newspapers, big broadsheet. Quite left-wing, not the kind of paper we read in our house. And uh, he said that on a Monday, he thought it was a Monday, wasn't sure Monday or Tuesday, there's a supplement about the media and stuff, and they have jobs in it. So literally four days later, I bought the Media Guardian. I bought the Guardian for the first time. There was a supplement, I opened it, and there was a job in there, that's adverts, that said, do you have funny bones? The BBC needs trainee producers. And... I bought it and started 10... I uh, applied and uh, started work 10 weeks later. And I didn't even... I had never bought the paper ever before. I'd never even heard of it four days earlier. I bought it every week for the next 10 weeks. And I didn't even apply for one other job because there was nothing ever suitable ever again. That advert was only in there for one week only and it changed my life. And they offered you the job. They offered me the job. How long were you there? And well, the other amazing thing is it was a six-month contract, right? And... There was no guarantee of being kept on, and about one week before I was about to start, I bumped into somebody who I was at high school with, but who I'd fallen out of touch with a little bit, uh, who's a big famous comedian now in the UK called Matt Lucas, yeah. and uh, who's in Doctor Who and, and Bridesmaids and things like that, a big, big star in the UK, and I bumped into him, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just about to start this job at the BBC. And he said, oh, I've got this idea, we, you know, me and my friend, we got an idea we could do, we really want to do a sketch show. And I said, oh, well, I, I need to do something. Let, why don't we, let me do something with you. And we developed the show, we piloted it three, literally like three months later, and it became the biggest selling sketch show in the history of british comedy it has been played in 154 countries uh and so um would i get the comedy as an american would i understand? Uh, yeah I, th- I think so but i'd, it, get it, it, it. I'd but enjoy it, it but but we uh it's amazing because we could have bumped into each other at right. any time in three years right and here we were bumping into the time that at the time it would have made the biggest difference and then i was actually i was mostly kind of producing and writing and then about a, f- a few about four or five years ago I got a phone call one day, on email actually, from a rabbi in uh, London, who I didn't know very well, that he emailed me and said, is there any way you would come and speak at our Malava Malka? Mm. And I said, I don't, you know, why are you asking me? I'm not a rabbi. You know, what am I going to say? And he said, no, I think it's quite interesting that you work with all these famous comedians and you work with Russell Brand and all these different kind of famous people like that and James Corden and John Oliver, people that Americans would have heard of. And uh, But you walk around wearing... You know, a black hat and at what point chipper. did that did that happen? That happened. That this? happened only a few years after I just about a year or so after I started work. What did your colleagues at the, say? At I think they thought I was kind of crazy. But Did they... it affect
0: your relationship with them? Or not really?
10: Because they—they, it's really interesting. They—they respect—they respect you. Right. It doesn't make any difference. So the work atmosphere was fine. The work atmosphere is fine. But he, they just found it. And, the, know, and but I would
0: assume that industry is very big on Saturdays, Friday it nights. Ra-
10: it raises all kinds of issues, which I talk about in my show. It Raises issues with working on Shabbos. Yeah. I mean... It raises issues. I, I've got a long routine about the issues I have with uh, people, women trying to shake my hand, right. or women trying to hug me and kiss me, and I've got a whole uh, uh, whole thing about this. And um and that's why he wanted me to come and talk about this. And I said, "Okay, you know what? I'll give it a go." I didn't even I didn't ask for any money. I was yeah. uh, I was I didn't think. <laughs> he he gave me a bottle of whiskey, but that was it, <laughs> Anyway, I turned up. So I went to this Malava market and and everyone was really interested in it. And I kept getting asked to do these things. And every time I did it, it was a bit like it's quite addictive getting uh the, the public, laughs. The public Yeah, no, the laughs. Right. Yeah, it was really I really enjoy that. And every time I did it, it became a bit funnier. And eventually I thought, "You know what? Why don't I Get rid of the stender, get rid of the talk, and I'll, I'll grab a mic and I'll turn this into stand-up. And so I've been, and basically over the last couple of years, that's almost the production and the writing has just fallen by the wayside. Right. And so you're just,
0: still, and you're still doing the other stuff. You're
10: still I, writing. I, I,
0: it's, I do when I have time, but right. I'm just performing
10: non-stop now. Right. So it's kind of just completely taken over. I found completely right. you know, by serendipity, right. by hashgacha pratis, whatever you want to call it, I found like this hole in the market.
0: Ashley Blaker is here. By the way, your tickets are available on Ticketmaster. People could also buy it at the box Ticketmaster, office. Ticketmaster two one two nine two one seven eight six two. Two one two nine two one seven eight six two. Jews love a a bargain. They love a discount. So it is cheaper to call
10: the uh, box office than to buy on Ticketmaster because you avoid their fees, Ticketmaster fees.
0: And I'm sure Ticketmaster will be thrilled that you said this. (laughs) (laughs) 212-921-7862. Your next show is tonight or tomorrow night? It's tonight, yeah, yeah, It's tonight. So I perform perform
10: Sunday through Thursday, twice on Sunday, twice on Wednesday, and then I have obviously Friday night and uh, Saturday
0: night off. Now, let's go back for a second. I know you're saying that people respect you. I get the whole thing, and you can imagine how many people over these decades I've spoken to who've been in situations yep. like yours. Nonetheless, yeah. there are challenging situations oh, that sure. come up Of course, where when it's 4 p.m. or in London, it could be actually 9, yeah, yeah. 9 p.m. also yep. because right now t- yeah, yeah. candle lighting in London is exactly. really, really late. Yep. But when it's 4 p.m. in the winter and or 3 p.m. and you got to get out of there, there are times, even in your industry, yep. some people will be shocked to hear where there are emergencies. There are you yep. know pressing issues. Yeah, yeah, things have to be done. I mean, there have to be yeah, times yeah. where where you were under tremendous pressure not to pull this Sabbath shtick with us. Yeah. you know this time. I know exactly. But
10: I think if you're doing it, that's what you say. This time, once you, if you just it once then it doesn't really right. it kind
0: of seems like but they saw you were committed but
10: when you see someone's committed the truth is this again is one of those things where being in charge being the producer being right. the main man is helpful because ho- i've organized entire shows bbc shows around me um fuse guy was doing a show based around the uh soccer world cup and it was a topical show because obviously about the current games and it went out on a saturday night and normally if a show is topical, you'd probably record it on Friday night and it would go out on Saturday. Right. And we recorded it on a Thursday. So it was like one additional day out of date just for me. So it, it all the whole, So the sixty the million whole, people in the UK just, suffer due to say, me.
0: The entire British <laughs> yeah. world suffered because of you. <laughs> and that's that's great. It's that's unbelievable. How, that's as it should be. That's great. <laughs> that's the way yeah. it should be. That's pretty unbelievable, <laughs> frankly. Um so the uh so this and, and so all of this has become and by the way i would assume that there are challenges when it comes to food right food, people are always par- yeah. partying constantly yeah, around you right in Exactly. The very, plus on top of that it's the entertainment world exactly it, you know it's not always the most how do we put this modest or or proper exactly. uh, you know etiquette in exactly. in that world this exactly. despite the me too movement right it's yeah, still yeah. it's still not- i i say in my show you know there are um
10: there are men in the, there are men in entertainment who are getting in trouble at the moment for having been too handsy. Correct. I offend women by not being handsy enough. Right. Everyone's always getting annoyed with me because I refuse to hit their you, hands. You would think that I'm, I'm the other way around. Right.
0: You would think that would, they would be understanding and, and, <laughs> exactly. and exactly, and that they'd have a measure of respect exactly. because you're, you yeah, have yeah. that respect for them. Exactly. But they don't look at it as it's respect. Funny. It's isn't really it funny? Fun.
10: It's really strange, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Someone
0: it's pointed out to me with Vice President Pence where he refuses to have lunch with a woman uh, or a meal with a woman unless his wife is there or a third person is there. Mm. And, and they said that's so, you know, that's so archaic, et cetera. And they said, no, it's a, it's a again, because of this, yeah. what you just described, but they don't yeah, yeah. get that. No, so I had a whole
10: team talking about all the different kinds of methods I've used over the years uh, to try and get around these right. issues. Um, but, yeah, these are the kind of issues that it's really great to perform particularly for a from crowd right. who will sit there and go wow this is my life as well and there's that real recognition because i don't know if there's been really a comedian before talking about these things because there's never been like a comedian who's been in those situations right. so it doesn't matter whether you work in the entertainment industry or whether you work
0: in you know accountancy or law or whatever it is you find yourself in these situations ashley blaker is here now are there shows I, I would assume you're familiar with the BBC and, and England shows, English shows that, that show up on American television. Yeah. I guess. Are um, there any yeah. you worked on that ended up here that, that we um, would be familiar with? Yeah, I, I think,
10: I mean, as I say, Little Britain was a show, the big shows that, that was on here. and, and That made it and, here in the U.S.? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I worked with Graham Norton, who was on BBC America, who is on BBC America, and also had a series which um, I was on. Uh, worked on 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 uh, Comedy Central, right. and I was I used to write his, his monologue every day. Uh, but I've worked with James Corden, who obviously does the. Uh, he seems show. like a really nice guy. He is. He's a very very nice guy. Did you see the um, routine of him shopping or actually? Oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Being shopping, a checker yeah. in a kosher supermarket. Yeah. yeah. He so it. he's from quite a religious background. He's not religious himself, but his father, I think, was a um, was a. a Christian book salesman. Interesting. He was drive around the country. Um, he told me he was one of the, his father was one of those people who had those little fish on the car, <laughs> one yes. of those um, right. and he was always embarrassed. By it. That, that proves, yeah, that yeah. proves you're from. Yeah, that's from. That's from. That's like having. That's like having a six one three email address. That's like one of those things you do to go. Hey, look at me. Very I'm, good. I'm <laughs> I have a whole routine about this because that's one of those things that drives me mad. The people who had to go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, what's your email? Oh, it's actually Blake six one three at gmail Oh, you're Jewish. I didn't realise. If you hadn't, if you hadn't have told me. You're six one three, you know.
0: I never would have realized. Yeah, I wouldn't
10: have realized. The only time that's successful is if you go to register at Gmail and discover there are six hundred and twelve people with your name.
11: <laughs> right, that is <laughs> fine. A you go, yeah, yeah.
10: There were six
0: hundred and twelve <laughs> Nachum so I'm
10: the six hundred and thirteenth.
0: So, are you going to visit him, James Corden, while you're in New York? Well, he's in L. A.
10: So they uh, they filmed that in L. A. Uh, John Oliver, though, who who I, I've worked with as well, who yeah. films here. And, and yes, it's great. It's it's um the teenagers really f- love
0: him. I see the young people really like John Oliver.
10: Yeah. There was a th- actually there was a feature about me in the uh, the New York Post uh the weekend that said that I looked and sounded like him. It, it, well, you certainly
0: uh, uh, sound like him. You really sound like
10: him. Right, but I, I, I thought that was doing one of us a disservice, I think him, by saying I look like him. <laughs> but no, I messaged him and said, hey, this will cheer you up. I, I You look like me. <laughs> was <laughs> it, he happy or you're not yeah, sure? It said,
0: imagine said, said John, <laughs> John Oliver with a yarmulke. That's what they said. That's oh, that's what the New York Post says. So. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ashley Blaker is here. And by the way, uh, you've offered, and at some point this week, we're going to take advantage of your offer for some free tickets for our listeners. Right. So I thank you very much for that, Pleasure. and we'll uh, and we'll do that. What do you think of the royal wedding? Uh, well, the royal wedding
10: passed me by because it was on Shabbos. Right. Not only was on Shabbos. It was at the start of a three day Yom tour, right. so you couldn't even. Right. So, but like three days later, after right. Shavuos was out of the way, it was days, kind of forgotten. About, yeah. It, yeah.
0: You know, are they divorced already? I mean, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, you'd think, uh, the truth is, if this would have happened 20, 30, 40 years ago, like with Princess Di's wedding, yeah. it would stick around for a week or two. But in the right. way things work these yeah, days, exactly. it is out of the news cycle so quickly. Exactly. Um, so I would have guessed that there were no Orthodox people at the uh, at the ceremony because no, it was would, the, it was exactly, Shabbos. Exactly. You'd think they'd be a little bit more considerate, the I, the royal family, I no? think it's, yeah, I, I, they've gone down in my estimation for that. <laughs> because <laughs> no. because but in all seriousness. Yeah. If 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 uh, let's say for argument's sake, it would have been on a weekday, right? Am I right that someone like Rabbi Sachs would likely have been invited, and the chief rabbi would likely have been invited, or, not? Um, or possibly? Yeah, or no, possibly,
10: no, 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 possibly. I mean, like, you know, the chief rabbi quite very possibly, right. Rabbi Mervis, and Rabbi Sachs is like as as close to royalty as they get. Right. Uh, exactly. You know, I had the pleasure of making a video with uh, Rabbi Sachs recently for Perm, and he's a an incredible man. Quite he had incredible. a quote so, about you. Yeah. He
0: had a quote about you. a unique and hilarious take on Jewish life he said. Well if Rabbi Sachs says it it must be true because this is this again. is this is I mean soon this... he'll be writing a book about you then you'll know, know you really made it. Exactly. I mean I well
10: I did I I, I was filming with him and he kept going upstairs to uh, carry on his translation of Shamos. Wow. And I thought, wow, I'm, I'm just writing a comedy show. You're rewriting Shamos. He doesn't waste a minute, huh? Yeah, exactly. He's, this, is, this is someone on another level. So I can't guarantee he would have gone to the royal wedding anyway because he might have right. still been
0: deep in the middle of Taruma or Mishpatim or whatever. Right. So, yeah. yeah, his editor lives across the street from here, and I always think I have an in to you know, get him in here. But, boy, you know, he, he, to, to get him just to spend five, ten minutes He considers it very, very carefully because his time is so precious. Um, Wouldn't it be a great routine? And again, in this case, in all seriousness, I'm not trying to insult you. You may not be as familiar with what's happening on this side of the world. But I think the differences in the Jewish community... Between Great Britain and the United States would be an interesting analysis. Do you see a lot of? Do you, do you see things among the Americans you're meeting now that is slightly different than than the way things work in the Jewish community back home? Yeah,
10: there's a few things, but the the, the m- most reassuring thing is how and and kind of funny and also at some points quite sad is how incredibly similar we are. Really, With Jews across the world, we're just exactly the same. I mean, I I, I had this routine about really bad parking and like. Um, people treble parking, uh, which I did originally in the UK, talking about like Golders Green or Stamford Hill and what right. have you. And someone put it online. And I just had people messing me going, wow, I thought that was just Crown Heights. Yeah. I thought that was just 13th Avenue. 13th Avenue. And, 13th Avenue, right. and people in, in <laughs> Beit Shemesh messaging me going, I thought that was just around <laughs> Beit Shemesh. <laughs> I thought it was just my town. And I got this routine, again, which uh, uh, is in my show, but some people may have seen it online, talking about the Jewish obsession with sushi. Right. And again, like it's like saying, that in England also. Yeah, you can't go. You go to a shiver and they're bringing out sushi. <laughs> right. Where's the sushi?
0: And you go to a pizza shop and there's you go to a pizza. Sushi. I talk
10: about this. It wasn't a show, you know. Pete, when no, what I don't mind it being sushi restaurants, but what pizza and sushi <laughs> don't go together. You've never heard any Italian saying, right. "Hey, a Luigi." That's my that's my Italian. Yes, I, I. Hey, figured. a Luigi, roll me a yellowtail nigiri <laughs> like Mama used to make. You know that's not. <laughs> Those, those are two <laughs> Italian and Japanese don't belong together <laughs> so, I don't know how we
0: as a people well, I, we, we've come up with this unique combination frish.
10: you know like how in the in the non-Jewish world like, and I think again they do this in the, in the United States as well as the UK they're so like key cutting right. and shoe repair for right. some reason always together, in the same place even though they don't seem to have any right. relationship that's like pizza and sushi but right. it's really weird so anyway so I talk about this and people go wow I just thought that was just New York I thought that was just LA I thought that was just Israel or wherever and, yeah, so the things that I talk about, what's great and reassuring and also say when you talk about parking or different things, quite sad, right. is that we're, we're, we're the same. You know, Jews come up to you and say, try and tell you a joke or try and say, hey, you know, I've got a better routine for you. You, you should. you want oh, to do this?" Everywhere. Oh, exactly. That's everywhere. This is what you Or can you get my son a job at the BBC? Can you get my <laughs> granddaughter a job at the BBC? You know, it's, this is Jews. We are the same.
0: We are the greatest. We are, yeah,
10: and we're the same. Everywhere.
0: Uh, Facebook Live right now. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network to see this live. My conversation with Ashley Blaker, who visits us here in New York. His show is called Strictly Unorthodox. Runs now through Thursday, June the 28th at the Jerry Orbach Theater in the center of Manhattan. Go to the box office or call the box office at 212-921-7862. 212-921-7862. Are people as obsessed as we think? with the royal family where you come from and is the Jewish community, the Orthodox one specifically into that whole thing as well?
10: Um, I think
0: it's, I don't think on the whole, but then something like a,
10: a royal wedding comes right. around and it's... Sparks it's, interest. Yeah, it right. sparks it. It's a bit like how every four years we have the Soccer World Cup right. and some people, obviously, I, I love football and lots of people love football in the UK. Soccer. But uh, there's a proportion who it's just when the World Cup comes around, right. suddenly they become the biggest... Right. Uh, the fair weather fans. Yeah, Talmud right. Hacham when it comes to, <laughs> right. uh, they to know soccer. Everything, they know everything about soccer. And, and, and the royal, a royal wedding is like that. A right. royal wedding just sparks it off. Suddenly everyone's really interested about who's walking her down the aisle, right. and yeah, it was front so, page so news for a uh, while.
0: Uh, So on the three-day untif, in Shul Shabbos morning, were people talking about it, you think, or no, not? Well,
10: not in my shul. Not in I shul. Mean, no, I mean, you, no my, my shul is something else. I mean, my <laughs> shul, like, yeah, I just, because obviously, like, in, in the more um, mainstream, right. orthos, not quite so uh um, sugar for them as my shul, they'll, they'll obviously get up and say, like, the prayer for the royal family, right. we have to pray for the royal family. So that, you, like, that you would yeah, not do in your shul. Not in would my they, shul. Would they
0: say a prayer for the state of Israel in your shul? The somebody um, somebody
10: put up one of those uh, adverts on the board in that's my shop. That, that's an announcement, advertisement, uh, yeah. and an advertisement right. uh, like a, a poster for a uh, SIM cards for Israel So right. get your Israel Israeli SIM card. Right. And someone had graffitied it and put up the word Eretz in before the Israel get your Eretz Israeli SIM cards that's the kind of show I go to no it's definitely Tachanon on uh, on uh, on in my show, yes. So
0: I see you're right Jews are the save around the yeah, world yeah
10: exactly exactly
0: Ashley Blaker is here uh are you into sports outside of football
10: yeah uh outside of soccer yeah i mean i like america i do like enjoy american sports i am hope to go to a baseball game while i'm here could do a, as a day out
0: i'm asking this for a selfish reason frankly yeah, go on because I'm Cholomoid Pesach. i mm-hmm. I'm with my boys at Yankee Stadium. Right. It was very cold. It was a freezing Pesach this year here. A relatively soon. I was place. here for a couple of days at oh, Pesach yeah? actually, yeah. So it was not great weather. And we're sitting next to this couple and they're uh, and, and I noticed that they are speaking with with an accent that sounds like yours. Right. Okay. And I said to them what, you know, they said that we are we watch American baseball in England. And we said we just have to fly to the United States wow. to Kodiakie Stadium was. So I said, first of all, Maybe. this is really brave and courageous of you that in this weather you decided you, know, you decided to do it now and not yeah. in August. But, yeah, they were there from Great Britain right? Wow, well. just to enjoy a game. And, of course, thank goodness in uh, there's close the Yankees won. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know many people who watch
10: baseball. but um, yeah, that's I, I don't even know where it's on in the U.K. but like, they,
0: the, the, Was the NBA game big in the U.K. last night it, or not?
10: Um, I'm not sure what, again, even where they should show. It. I think you can see it somewhere. Oh, some so it's one not some like of the, the cables. Right, so it's like, not like they're really no, into it. No, no, not at all. I mean, Soccer not at all. dominates. Soccer is, and, like, so dominant. And it's there's nothing incredible. else. There is, but. Soccer is so big. Give me one of Give me one the sport. Well, we play cricket. So, like ah. cricket's like our. That's like the right. summer game. And they do pay um, attention to it or not? The, inter, the what they call test matches, which is where the country right. like England play against other teams. So, like it's all Commonwealth countries that play cricket. So, it's uh, also not Canada. So, uh, so South Africa and Australia and India and West Indies and Pakistan. They're the big cricket countries. Uh, people like other sports, motor racing. Right. At, uh, uh, and sports all that. like that, tennis, right. particularly, particularly when again Wimbledon. it's like Wimbledon. Suddenly, everyone becomes incredibly have knowledgeable. You been to I've not been to Wimbledon. You have any to see, interesting
0: going? I, I, I'm just not, not a huge you. fan of of uh, right. there, there. are other sports. Right. In, in order to be a sketch writer, and yep. again, I assume this is something you still you know yeah, yeah. you take up. You have to really be up to date on everything that's going I know, on. But
10: I'm not at all. So I somehow, right. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I somehow, I just bluff. I wrote a brilliant sketch the other day about I mean, Ronald don't you, Reagan. Don't you need to know the latest movies, the latest expressions, yeah. the latest, you know, social media? Yeah, yeah, I just make it up. What did you do, do with Reagan? what did you do with Reagan? You said.
10: I said I wrote a great sketch the other day about oh, Ronald, Al, Reagan. Al, Al yeah. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they, <laughs> and Margaret. Yeah, the exactly, Hitcher. exactly. He's still the president, isn't he, Reagan? Yeah. I think, uh, well, similar, similar, but, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All you have to do is dust down your Reagan jokes. Go, yeah, these are uh, no one will notice, and uh, replace with Trump.
0: Are they fascinated at home by who our president of the United oh, States? Oh, of course.
10: I mean, he's just uh, comedy they, gold. Isn't and they, they it, follow so. him.
0: Yeah, I think he's. Um, yeah, I th- I think you know. He, how can you not? It's if just, he's comedy gold, who's comedy gold in Great Britain? Is your Prime Minister comedy gold or um, others? Not really. I think I think the world is fat. The world is just on tenterhooks.
10: They're on the edge of their seat. I'm I'm afraid to say with Trump. Right. Uh, kind of what's he going to say now? And also because it's all by Twitter. Because right. he like he It's he, not like in the past. You know, things would happen behind the scenes. He just gets a, a thought comes right. into his head and he's tweeting it. Do you tweet? You never know what. I do tweet a little bit. I'm much bigger on Facebook than I am on, on Twitter. I, I, I uh, that's Are you doing Facebook
0: updates from here while you're here in America? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So people yeah, yeah. can get information and see yeah, what you yeah, thought yeah. about certain shows. Yeah, yeah. Have you met any uh, well-known people over the last three shows? Your first three in New York. Uh, well-known people—somebody like we, we would have heard of that came over to you uh, after the show.
10: No, it's been—they can't
0: get to me. Like none of my the... cousins walked up to you right, and said, exactly. "Hey, I'm not going Exactly. To those well, that's the thing. It's—it's—it's <laughs> it's,
10: it's just a whole. It's a relentless stream of people saying. So you uh, you live in Hware? Do you know my? Right. Do you know this guy from Golders Green? I was in yeshiva thirty years ago with this man, and well, his grandson what, lives in Golders Green. Do you what know him? The,
0: what did I say to you when I introduced to the Pollack? Pollock? Yeah, right? exactly. First no. thing, who do you know from Houston? Right, I know. But
10: what brilliant thing you said to me? Who do you know from Houston? I mentioned someone. He goes, "Oh, that his mother was my teacher." That's brilliant. That is Jewish geography, like. In, Nobody could
0: lose when you play right? Yeah, exactly.
10: Right? Well, that's brilliant. What I, uh, you, you said, there's no way you know someone from Houston. I knew
0: them. I knew the son of his teacher. That's pretty good. Unbelievable! I'll tell you, that is pretty remarkable. Uh, where do you stay when you here? Are you holed up in a hotel somewhere I'm, like all you performers? No, nah, I
10: got an Airbnb. But I mean, like, I'm in. Ah. Like, uh, in Why well, shouldn't give away my exact no, location? Don't do that. No, I'm in Murray Hill. I'm, I don't mind. I'm on 39th and Lexington, basically around that area. Nah, so nice. yeah, so it's uh, it uh, narrows it down. It's great. I I really like it i love being in the center of the town and you have um, a family or not uh no I'm, my family are at home right. so um my the wife beef. is really uh <laughs> she got her hands full because have got six kids can i well, she's horror. very supportive and though, uh she's very supportive um say the least people say it's really funny i did a interview the other day on uh b on the bbc on uh radio two and i, I just mentioned i got six kids and they went wow you've got six kids and i said no that's nothing I said, in the, it's just like currency conversion. You know, like it's like $2 to the pound or whatever, $1.50. I said, in the from world, right, in the Jewish world, it's three kids to one kid in the outside world, right? So essentially, we've like, only got, we've got two kids. Like my, I, this is totally true, I promise you, right? My wife went to a uh, chasna, right? She went to a wedding in Stamford Hill, yeah. and she's next to this lady, and the lady said to her, how many children do you have? And she said, oh, I've got six. And she looked at her and said, oh, did you have fertility problems? <laughs>
0: Because she says, she's sitting with people who have 11, 12
10: kids. Yeah, they've 13. got 11, kids. Like six? Oh, she said, Do you start late? <laughs> never. Yeah, never. Oh, I six. did you meet your wife? Uh, we went on a blind date. And, uh, and at that point, you were already from And uh, No, we became from together. That Seriously? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We became from together. Yeah, just after we got married. So, um, yeah, and then it was too late. She couldn't get out. So <laughs>
0: she came with me. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
10: <laughs> Where's she from? What area? She's from like London as well. Not grew up not far from me. We probably were in the same kind of places at different times. But, Unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, but it is that funny thing with like see also I should you know, it's strange that the, I said that story that a woman asked her how many children. Right. Because one of the things that I you know we were talking about before about being about to shiver and things right. you're not prepared for, like you should go on a course. I met somebody, right, when I just become from and I met a guy and I said to him, How many children do you have? Right. And he said to me, Oh, um, he didn't want to. Like, I could see. He didn't want to. Well, and I said, "What?" Well, he said, "Well, uh, n- more than a five-a-side, but less than a full football team." I said, "Well, that doesn't narrow it down. What six, seven, eight, nine, ten? I mean, what? How many children?" I didn't
0: realize there's this thing that like you're not meant to. You know, it's funny. I've seen this a lot with grandparents. I haven't seen yeah. it with parents. Yeah. I've never seen a parent not tell me. Yeah. How many children they have? I've seen it with grandparents. Like they won't say. You know. Uh, you know, like I was at a I was at a brisk the other day. And I said to the grandfather, just out of curiosity, an old friend of mine, how many grandchildren do you have? He said, all I'll tell you is that I was a Sandic three times. That's all I'll tell you. Like, So, was, so I'm guessing. Does he have yeah, three yeah. grandsons? Does he have other yeah, granddaughters? exactly. exactly.
2: doesn't matter. Those he wasn't
0: a Sandic for. Exactly, floor, exactly. You know, He could have 30. I don't know exactly, about you know? Exactly,
10: exactly. I think somebody asked me, I, I'd say, um, more, fewer than the disciples, more than the Gospels. <laughs> They go, what? <laughs> that really confuses
0: them. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin with that equation, frankly. <laughs> Unbelievable. 17th century, Yeah, what exactly. did you call it before? It was basically pre-Civil War religion, pre-British Civil War religion. English Unbelievable. Religion, but yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. tell you. Uh, what an area of study. Exactly. And you actually got a PhD in it? I, you know, I got bored with it, and
10: I wrote it up, and I got a, uh, an MPhil, a Master's of Philosophy, um... Because was just there's only so many 17th century handwritten vestry minutes and church warden accounts you can uh, look at. Where do you, you get even bought. get them? Are they they're, online? They're like, yeah, no, they're, they're like in libraries, really old libraries. And, oh. and i sat in like Lambeth Palace, which is where the Archbishop of Canterbury is based. He's like the head of the church in the UK. And uh, yes. yeah, no, it's is really, it's really stunning. Incredible. So have you, have big, you been? Big difference. Have, have you been to Israel? Oh, you uh, did a Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, right. yeah, I've done two tours there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've done two tours, and they're great fun. Israeli audiences are totally different to American audiences. Well, what audiences. does that mean? These it's,
0: are Israelis who understand English, obviously. Yeah, I
10: mean, yeah, no. So, for start, when I perform in, uh, in in Israel, I'm performing entirely for Anglos. So, it's kind of 50% British, 50% American, uh, or maybe some Canadians right. and Australians. But even though they were originally American, they change when they go there. <gasps> They're totally different. So in America, I'm performing, as we've said many times, right in the center of uh, the theater district. Right. And I've noticed already, I ask people afterwards when they come up to me, I say, oh, where are you from? And they'll travel like a good hour or so. They come from Lakewood, right. and Five Towns, right. Teaneck, you know, people come from Connecticut. Muncie. Been- Muncie, all over, right? They'll travel for a good hour or so to come to see the show. Israel, completely the opposite. I, people were asking me for ages on Facebook saying, when are you going to come to Israel? When are you coming to go to Israel? And then I announced the dates. And then the same people are messaging me going, but when are you coming to Moda Inn? When are you <laughs> right. coming to Moda Inn? I said, it's a 10-minute driveway to go, no, too far. And I thought, well, I know if I performed in, in Moda Inn, you'd be going, yeah, but it's not in my street. Right. You know, if I performed in your living room, you'd be going, yeah, but when are you come to my bedroom? right. I'm not coming downstairs to right. see you.
0: It. It's a totally different culture. They won't travel. What do they say? They say in America, 200 years is a long time, and in Israel, 200 miles is a long distance Yeah. It's because- weird, but it's such a small country. You can drive from one. Correct. I was staying in Herzli
10: and I had this uh, American driver was driving me around the country. That's how how I do it. Right. And uh, for each show. But no, no one will just a go. A
0: 90-minute commute in Israel is insane. Yeah. And, and viewed as such. A 90-minute yeah. commute here in New York, you're yeah. th- thank God it was only 90 yeah. minutes. It's you know? great.
10: I've actually met people who ha- happen to be in town or they were planning a trip, and they thought, oh, they'll tie it in with the show. So on the first night, I met a family, a whole family from Baltimore. Uh, last night, I, I met somebody from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Wow. So people are coming from all over. Oh, they were in it's New been, York for Memorial Day the, weekend. The, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the people from uh, Baltimore, yes, yeah, they, they saw it advertised. They thought they'd uh, try and uh, tie it in with a... Um, a trip, of a trip yeah. yeah yeah so it's great people are coming from all over silver springs yeah so boy oh boy yeah you're like the hottest thing around it's great it's really it's really it's my brother my brother's um people often say to me is your i've got one brother people often say to me you know is he from and i would say not yet so that's <laughs> right. that's what i say he's he's not from yet <laughs> right. anyway so he came he's had him and uh, his wife are in uh in the city on vacation at the moment right and they came to the show on Sunday night. And my brother, he said he's never seen anything like it. Ladies, like, in their 60s, these women in shytles and what have you, Posing, asking me for photos, and posing <laughs> photos with me, and and I will, I don't mind being in a photo right. with. Uh, uh, I know some people right. say, oh, I just won't be in a photo. Just don't tell anybody the joke. Well, exactly. Just, a- don't, well, it doesn't matter because my <laughs> rabbi thinks my name's Chanan, <laughs> right. so it's fine. And um, he said he's just never seen anything like it. He said it's just like and he just it is so strange. You got all the men are over there davening Maru. the women are posing for photos, then the men are all coming for photos. Everyone's uh. trying to tell me a joke. It's it's you don't see this. If you go to the Lion King, uh, we, this is not. This we is are something one unique. strange people, huh? This is, this is, it's worth coming to this show <laughs> just for the unique experience. Th- that's
0: the real entertainment, yeah, yeah. right? Watching the I audience. <laughs> oh, and
10: you know, this is amazing. This is totally true. I had this routine about sushi stores, right? right. They opened about two weeks before I start opened. They opened a kosher sushi store mummish next door the entrance. Cafe 11. Oh, my Right, gosh. Cafe 11 has got one down, down brand here. New on yeah, brand new Yeah, it's next it's mummish next to my entrance, because oh we've got two entrants, Broadway gosh. and 50th. So they opened it. How did the Japanese sushi chefs know? <laughs> they're spying on us. They knew Jews are coming. Quickly, open. <laughs> they're doing their research, oh, I and guess. Oh, they're, and they're offering, I should say this, They're because oh, they're, uh, oh. Jews love a, uh, a deal. Bargain, we yeah. love a bargain. They, um, Cafe 11, are offering very kindly, Mendy, the owner, is offering an 18% discount for uh, off your check for uh, ticket holders to my show, that's significant. So, so if you've got a if you've got a ticket, you can come and have dinner before eighteen percent off. Can't be bad.
0: That's quite significant. And I was
10: actually really impressed with the uh, so from isn't it eighteen percent? That's like having the 613 <laughs> three six three email. Three, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, he's not offering six hundred thirteen percent discount or even six point one three eighteen percent. And uh, the theatre I was really impressed with this. Um, they got they decided to get. I didn't tell them they got in kosher wine. So they're selling kosher wine, and it's Mavushal, so you don't even have to worry about them opening. Uh, they're selling kosher wine there, and they've got kosher treats and beer and all the rest of the soft drinks. So it's great. It's like a proper... Because they have this out. little concession, I guess, in the back, right? So uh, they they- ha- No, it's like a foyer, you right. know, where they sell drinks, and normally they sell wine. And uh, they decided to get in kosher wine. And, uh, you know, you got your Barkin and your Bartonura there or whatever it is. And uh, they're (laughs) selling this. I thought, that's amazing. You can't – you don't go to Dear Evan Hansen or Hamilton and you get a kosher wine. This is
0: amazing. None of our ancestors would believe this, frankly. Nobody would believe this. It's incredible what's going on. Just amazing. By the way your brothers in what line of work just out of curiosity? He is a uh,
10: lawyer but he's oh. actually what they it's uh, he's, he's a, like quite senior he's a QC Queen's Counsel. Wow. So he's um quite a senior. And lawyer, does he get the
0: routine? Does he get the whole oh, thing? Oh yeah no no he knows the, the whole thing.
10: Oh one. no I should say I mean I don't know how I'm assuming most of the vast vast I mean 99% of your listeners is pretty from crowd I would assume. Yeah, certainly but I mean we we this show is really written with I've been through it so that not firstly, it's so Americanized. I went through it with such a fine tooth comb that every mobile phone is a cell phone, right. and every pavement is a sidewalk. Right. I even, for your benefit, I even mispronounce some words. Just so I the- don't, I, I say the word garage instead of garage. <laughs> I say amenities instead of amenities because I don't want anyone sat there going amenities. What's it? Oh, amenities. It spoils the flow. <laughs> but also, I've been through it with a fine tooth comb. To make sure that, like, even I can't say non Jewish people, but any Jew, right. even if they weren't like super from, would get this. Get you it. know, if you're reformed, if you're unaffiliated. And right. I actually, I do get all kinds of people coming. Oh, I can imagine, sure. It's, it's I amazing. I would be shocked if there were non Jews going yeah, it, front. No, but even like Jews, it's right. amazing. I did a show in, um, in the UK, in Newcastle. And uh, Newcastle's in the northeast of, of England, but it's very near Gateshead, which I'm sure you've heard of. It's like a, very the firm. big t- Torah center, big yeshivas and yeah. what have you. And there was this, I did a show there, and there was this in, huge row of all these real stark guys from Gateshead. And then sitting next to them, a woman rabbi from a reform <laughs> shul, like 20 miles up the road or whatever. And I, th- and I was so proud because I thought, you know what, you would never see these people together. It's a, it's, I, it's genuinely a real something I'm really proud of to bring Jews together because these are people you would never see in the same room, hear, hear. and it's
0: great to see everyone together laughing and, and enjoying. it. Nice. So I, I, love that. Yeah, that's a great message and a wonderful way of looking at it. That's for sure. Uh, Ashley Blaker, strictly unorthodox, through Thursday, June the 28th, Jerry Orbach Theater in New York, twice a day on Sunday and Wednesday. That's right. Wow. Next, sh- next show is tonight. Next show is tonight, Tuesday evening. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then two tomorrow. Phone number for information to get your tickets, et cetera. Yeah, there's two shows tomorrow. What time is the matinee? So the matinee on a Wednesday is 2 and on a Sunday is 3. Okay. Uh, 212-921-7862, 212-921-7862. We're actually going to wrap up this conversation with a song by one of your uh, colleagues from the U.K., yeah, you know Aitan Freilich, right? I know Aitan very
10: well. We made a, a, a fun video called La Hodus He's a good friend of mine. I yeah. figured it's a good way to wrap up. Yeah, this, uh, let's let's you know, I play and I play some. I play Aitan's CD actually at the uh, when people are coming in ah. to the show, and I saw somebody tweeted the other day how amazing it is to go to like a Broadway show and they're playing Jewish music when you're coming in. So that's just such an amazing experience. So yeah, we play A10.
0: The whole thing is really unique and interesting, to say the least. A pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for having me. Ashley Blaker, a, a historic visit to JM and the AM on this Tuesday morning broadcast. If you want to see the video, no problem. At any point, go to facebook.com slash Nachholm Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM and the AM. Jam the JMM Tuesday, the next chance you'll have a chance to, uh, the next opportunity for Facebook Live to see what's happening in studio will be Thursday when Yurachmiel Begun joins us. The brand new album is entitled Forever, the Olam Va'ed, and uh, Yurachmiel Begun, he'll be uh, with us in the Miami Boys Choir, actually he'll be with us on Thursday morning as we talk about the brand new Miami Boys Choir uh, album. JMMM Tuesday, reminder, the Celebrate Israel Parade is Sunday. The Celebrate Israel Parade is Sunday. Come join all the schools, organizations, shuls, groups, people, everybody who's going to be on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday, including us. We'll be on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday, presented by our friends at Ale. You'll be able to see and hear the sights and sounds of the Celebrate Israel Parade. Um at NahumSiegel.com, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So wherever you are around the world, if you want to see great parade coverage and the sights and sounds of a big Celebrate Israel 70th anniversary celebration on Fifth Avenue, again, you make sure to tune in to us 11 a.m. this Eastern time this coming Sunday, and and um, stay with us until 4 p.m. Uh, presented by Ale, our live coverage presented by Ale. This coming Sunday we look forward to Facebook Live, the NSN app, the NSN homepage all be part of Sunday's coverage and we are very much looking forward to it. More coming up! You're tuned in to a special Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Oh, mm-hmm. Name with Eitan cats Bechah Batchu. Bechah Batchu is the name of that one from uh, Unplugged volume number two. Great article, by the way. Mishpacha magazine did an article, a cover story on Eitan and Shlomo Katz this past Shabbos, this past week. I read it on Shabbos. Uh, it was really, really cool. Really cool. I didn't realize one of their sisters is, uh, is the Rebitson up in, um, in Binghamton. The Kat Masora family knows her very, very well based on my research. Uh, knows, I should say, the whole family, the Weiss family, very, very well. Anyway, it was really cool, and a uh, big shout-out to Eitan and Shlomo from all of us here at JM&AM. Big shout-out to the Packer and Schreier families. Amazing wedding last night at Terrace in the Park. Aaron uh, Teitelbaum Orchestra with Yisrael Lam, Mordechai Shapiro, Benny Friedman. It was really a great night and a wonderful celebration uh, to uh, all of the... Uh, uh, all the All the Balei Simcha from the Packer and Schreier families. We say Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. want to thank Eliezer Hertz, a young uh, entertainer who was with us yesterday. If you missed the conversation, you want to go to the archives, uh, com. check out his visit yesterday. Listener Michael tells us he saw Ashley Blaker Sunday night. Highly recommended, recommends the show. Very funny, he says um someone asked if the show is appropriate for teens well based on our conversation i would think it is um especially with what some of our teens are uh entertained by these days um and i apologize that uh i didn't get to listen to Moshe's questions about um Ashley's reaction to what the royal family has designated as rules for Meghan Markle, Meghan Merkle, Um, the whole nail polish, mini skirts, hair covering at all times, etc., at certain times, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is actually a really good question. I wish I would have thought of that. Tuesday morning at JM in the AM, a full, full schedule. JM Rewind is coming up next between the 9 and the 10 a.m. at 11 o'clock of Rummy Hosts. The live lunch. We're going to be giving away Ashley Blaker tickets. When? Well, probably during one of the live lunches this week, I would assume. Um, So make sure to be tuned in. You never know when those free tickets are going to be made available. Um, You'll have your chance to win. Celebrate Israel Parade is Sunday on Fifth Avenue. Our our, uh, live coverage is presented by Ale. And I hope all of you will join us on Fifth Avenue, and then, during or after the parade, uh, join us at NachumSiegel.com, and on Facebook Live, and on our NSN app, and listen to the sights and sounds, and watch the sights and sounds of Fifth Avenue as we celebrate Israel 70, the Celebrate Israel Parade, this coming Sunday. Achayinu and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world in the web, at on the Siegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a, a great Tuesday edition of JM in the AM. JM Rewind is next, and then a full day, of course, including the live lunch. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. And don't forget, Thursday, your ahmil Begun joins us in studio Thursday morning here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.